me to change, they want me to change, but I ain't changing, nah, I remain the same. And you are not tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio, brought to you by M3S3 Clothing, Men Make Moves and Suckers Stand Still, and as always, on the mighty, mighty, mighty Nerve DJs Radio Network, y'all already know, you already know what I'm about to say. I only rock with legends over this way. I'm sorry, did I say that right? Legends. All right. Um, and today is absolutely no exception. We got one of the best singers in the history of vocal cords. One of the most dynamic individuals to ever be born. <laughs> Detroit's finest in the building. We got Miss Ari B in the house. How you doing, Queen? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing good. I got a little tongue tied. You got me nervous. It's my first interview. No, no, no. I don't even do <laughs> got me nervous what's going on here oh, come on i'm just an old okay. fat guy sitting in the basement there's nothing don't to be that. nervous about <laughs> yo how's how's life how's your family um everything's fine um i recently made the decision to i actually live with all my family right now I made the decision to move back with my mom to pursue my career more because I have more help at home. Mm -hmm. So I made that really big decision to leave my house and do something like that. So, because it's hard out here right now and I'm not gonna lie, like funding your music career is like, I'm learning more and more every day that it takes so much more than just singing. Yeah. You need a budget, you need planning, you need, you know, especially I have a kid, so you need somebody to watch your baby all the time whenever you need to do something because I'm kind of it's getting busy right now I'm getting a in lot in a good way though right yeah yeah okay. very much very okay. busy but in a good way so what Thanks. what does mom think about the singing career say it again what does mom think about the singing career oh she's all for it she's literally all for it she will do it listen if she's she's gonna be at every event too if she can make it she's going She's been like there for me from day one because I actually didn't used to like to sing in front of people, to be honest. Like I was very, very nervous. I was a nervous person. Like she used to make me sing in front of random people all the time, like just to get me out there. I think I had to be like, mm. when she started doing that to me when I was about 10 or 11, she used to be in a bowling league. So I used to go bowling with her. Mm -hmm. And she used to be like, y'all, my baby can sing. Y'all know my baby can sing. And I'd be looking at her like, <laughs> absolutely not. Don't make me do this, please. Leave it alone. And she would literally, but actually I'm glad she did stuff like that to me because I'm not as like, of course I still get nervous when I get up on stage or when I'm singing in front of people, but I'm not as like, I'm not what I was back then. I wouldn't open my mouth to do a thing. And I feel like she definitely played a part in um, me not being as nervous anymore. You'd be so. surprised how many huge artists still get nervous before they perform. I think I think it's something wrong if you don't. Well, not really something wrong, but it's like you get that little them little butterflies before you go. And if you don't get that, it's like I don't know. It's like a good but bad feeling at the same time. Like you yeah. don't be like, "Ooh, I just don't want to be here," but at the same time, it's a good feeling. And I think because it helps 
it's like adrenaline. You never know how, you know, what's going to happen. Yeah, literally. You don't. You don't. That's why I make sure Best I Best performance pray. you've had. Best performance? Wow. I would honestly say one of the best performances that I've had. I would say it was earlier this year because I really just started like performing, performing in front of like, you know, at different showcases in front of people. Mm-hmm. Um, it was earlier this year at like a showcase. Um, it's called uh, the Pay Artist Showcase. I think the DJ Coalition, the Coalition DJs um, do okay. that. And that was my, I think it was because my friend had just passed away too. So I was kind of motivated and I was feeling, you know, I feel like she would have wanted me to do it because it was like a performance that was already planned. And my Mm -hmm. friend had passed away before I um, had this performance. And I was kind of thinking about just not doing it at all because I was like, I'm not, I'm just not up to this. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, when you think about it, when you're an artist, you go through different things, but you really can't let that stop you from, you know, doing what you have to do or what you need to do. So I took that opportunity to let it all out. And I think that it was more so like the emotion behind that too, that made mm-hmm. me have the, the such a great performance because normally I'm extra nervous, but I got up there and I, and I did it and like my, all my notes was on point. It's actually on my Instagram, but I had sang this Summer Walker song and it was just, I just, I feel like I felt that performance in my soul because I, I feel like I was singing for my friend. So. Okay. Worst performance. Ooh. To be honest, uh, it was a while. I don't really think I've had a really, really bad performance, but it was a while ago. Um, I was young, young though. I was kind of young and Okay, I you're got young, young now. Was, what are you talking about? I mean, what are you like six? I feel, uh, <laughs> I, feel, I ain't gonna lie. I feel old. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, I'm not old, old, but you know, I was way younger and I think it was like an audition that I had to do. And us singers, we have like our go-to songs to sing for like mm-hmm. auditions and stuff sometimes. And I just knew I was about to get up there and kill it. And I said, listen, I said, oh no, I'm ready to run <laughs> off the stage. Like I'm talking about, I was sweating. I said, oh no. I never want to get, I, I, I don't think I wanted to do anything else for a while after that. I had to be like, I don't know, maybe like 14 or 15. So, okay. But I'm still a perfectionist to this day when it comes to singing. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm making covers for Instagram and stuff, I got to do it like so many times before I just be like, okay, we're going to try this thing again tomorrow because I'm not liking it. And it just, it just hurt my, it, it really hurt me down in my soul. Said, wow my mom was like you know my mom she tells me the truth so when i got off she said you know that that was kind of bad but it's okay <laughs> you're gonna have other you're gonna have so many other performances you you know you you know you can say you know i gotta blow that shit out the water i said it's not helping me just let it go it was terrible i think that's probably one of work but other than that i can't really think of no recent performances to where i was just like oh that was terrible Yo, shout out to your moms. Like that was no, really my mama is that deal. Okay, she's gonna be there always. I, always. I've been booed on stage before. You know, back in back in the day, I, I um I've told wait, you story before. 
No, I rap. Well, I used to oh, rap. And okay. I had this one song called West Seven Mile. Really dope song. But I had a singer on the hook. And so the guy uh, that, that mixed it down for my performance fucked it up. Oh. So he took the singing off, which was like, you know, the, the singing of the hook, the, the, that was the hook. So I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to do this other song. Fuck it. Blase Splee. They'll be cool. And them niggas booed the dog shit out of me. And oh I was like, oh. And my cousin, I don't think, my cousin was there in the audience. I don't think she's ever said a word to me about it since then. And that was probably 25 years ago. Listen, don't ever bring it up again in my life. If that ever, don't bring it up. I don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> I wouldn't want nobody to bring that up. That sucks. People can be so mean. That's I mean, crazy. shit happens. I would, I would have booed me too. I'm not even going to lie. What? That's crazy. That's crazy. Not you would have booed yourself. You said it was a dope song, so the song was terrible. Or the performance. The, the performance was terrible. It okay. was like, because I, I still knew that I should have been doing this other song, so I didn't have the same energy I should have had. Oh, I didn't, yeah, you know. And then, uh, you know, we got, I'm not going to say who was driving, but we was driving from Cleveland to Detroit, and this motherfucker mm-hmm. drove past the exit. You know, we got there at the last minute. I had my clothes. I didn't get a chance to hey, change clothes. Like every everything that could have went wrong went wrong, and getting booed was just like dicing on dicing on the cake. On the cake. Yeah, shit was oh horrible. <laughs> shit was horrible. Oh okay, God. all right. Enough of my tragic life. Um, do you do you write? <laughs> I I do. I can honestly say I'm a writer. Al. Okay. I wrote my first. Well, I wrote like the single that I'm coming out with soon. Possibly January, February. Not completely sure which one I'm doing yet, but soon. Um, I wrote that, and I it's honestly something that I'm so proud of because I'm also, I'm kind of insecure when it comes to that because I've never mm-hmm. done it. So for me to like write it, and then um, my friend Asia, she actually co-wrote it with me, so she kind of jump started my brain to be like, okay, like. So she wrote the first verse. We like wrote the chorus together, and then I wrote the second verse of the bridge, mm-hmm. and it just came together so great. And I'm just so excited, and I can't wait to show everybody. Slow song, fast song. It's kind of mid tempo. It's like a little ballroom. Like you could ballroom to it. You okay. Could. So I would say it's kind of a a faster tempo. What do you prefer to sing? I actually prefer ballads and slow songs because I feel like I can show my range off more. Like I can show mm-hmm. my range. I can, you know, I could like um, go the tempo I kind of want to go. It's kind of easier to sing slower songs too, but we got to have them bops every now and again. Got to have you a good little bop. You can, you know what I'm saying? Like a little fun song you can dance to. So I think that's kind of what this is too. Like my my single that's gonna come out. The slow songs require some some sort of pain though. It doesn't you don't look like you 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 know like you're old enough to have really had some pain in your life. Oh, I've had some pain, but I don't I don't think necessarily slow songs represent pain. Like you could be in love and be singing a a slow song like. That's or you be like real sexy to where you you talking about you know that other thing. You got some slow songs that talk about that, and we love those. Okay, I can't wait to make me one like that. 
we gonna get to it, but we ain't all the way there yet. But it's gonna, it's gonna. I'm gonna sing both. I'm gonna do both because I've definitely been through some pain, like in relationships or like, you know, even like trauma in your childhood, different things like that. So it's definitely things that you can sing about other than pain. Look. Okay. You, you are absolutely like you never heard right. Keisha Cole love, love. Oh, Keisha Cole never is her her whole existence is from trauma. Okay, but that wasn't a trauma song. I'm just, but you can hear the trauma in that song, whether or not it the, the topic is trauma per se. Yeah, like her whole like uh, baby girl been through a lot of shit. <laughs> she just you know saying like it. Yeah, you know, and Is I think her and Mary J. Yeah, her and Mary J. Blige, uh, in, from for me, come from the same place. Yeah, yeah, I, I can I can see that for sure, because Mary J. Do be you you could definitely hear the pain in in her voice too, for sure. Yeah, I agree and, with that. I agree with that. E. I agree with that. Who do you study the most? I would honestly say. It's not a certain person that I do because lately I have been wanting to study Beyonce more because she's really been my favorite since a kid. Mm -hmm. um, she's been my favorite since I was little, little. Like, and her work ethic is just like top tier. Like even now, like I feel like I feel like not saying she hasn't always been like that, but from what I see, like being older and looking back on her career and how, you know, everything is elevated and where she is now, I feel like she's like one of my biggest inspirations, um, work ethic wise. Um, but she has a beautiful voice too. Um, and I say she's like one of my biggest inspirations because like when I, I think I figured out when I could really, really sing, Mm -hmm. I sang a Beyonce song for my mom, but here go my mama again. She been there. <laughs> She's the one who told me I could sing. Like I didn't know that I could sing. When did you know? Huh? When did you? When did you? You? What song did you sing? Or not even? Not even the particular song, but when did you know for yourself? Okay, mom's just right. I I really got some shit here. It is really I really didn't know. I, I feel like I could I could sing a little tune because I used to be the kid that's like I was listening to Aaliyah, like, you know, rock the boat. I used to be in the bathroom. I'd be like, dang, I kinda sound like her a little bit. I'm talking about with the broom in my hand in the mirror. Like, yeah. And I'm like, I sound like her a little bit. But I never like like I told you I was so shy. So I would never just you know, when you when we was little, like the little girls, we always used to like 3LW and 702. Me and my cousins, we all took a row. Like somebody was somebody and we would all be singing together. But I never really like, dang, I can sing. Like that's why I didn't, like until I had that validation from my mother to be mm -hmm. like, no, you can, she literally bust out crying because I, I sang Beyonce Dangerously in Love for her in the car. Like the song was playing on the, on the radio. And she turned the radio down. She said, do you do you hear that? She talked to her husband, like, do you hear that? I said, I'm looking at them like, what's going on? She like, you can sing. She said, sing it again. So I sang it for her again. And I just, you know, the I sang that for her. And she just bust out in tears. She said, we're going to be rich. I said, I said, wow, what? 
<laughs> ever since then, I'm like, dang, I cannot like, I can really sing for real. That's crazy. So I, I think I started like loving it more, but still just terribly terrified of doing it in front of people. Even though like my mom told me that I could, Beyonce was, I'm like, dang, okay. Beyonce was one of my biggest inspirations from little. And then Mariah too, Mariah Carey. Um, I would listen to her all the time. See, when I was younger, I could hit them notes. I don't know about now, but <laughs> I feel like I could still maybe learn to do a whistle tone. But back then, I used to like. I, then I used to try to challenge myself to to get better at it on my mm -hmm. own because, like mm -hmm. I said, I was terrified. Um, like in my room, just singing, and so I, th that's kind of when I knew. After my mom was like, "Wow, that's crazy." I Yo, cannot believe you could sing like that. Rita is, I guess, second to your mama. Oh, the, yeah. The, oh, the, oh, oh yeah. my. She loves, <laughs> loves, loves you. No, for sure. I love her, too. She, She's literally like, she's, I can honestly say she can, she's definitely one of my biggest fans, too, because everything I do, she's like, I can't believe you're doing this. And she literally is just like my mama. Her and my mom is two peas in a pot. Don't let both of them be at a performance together. It's like, it's, it's crazy. Oh, wow. So she definitely is. She's, what she's, do you do to take care of your voice? Um, Most of the time, well, to be honest, I think it's pretty healthy to, I sing every day, like, especially when I work at the post office. Um. And I walk and sing. Um, I drink tea sometimes. I think I have to do a better job at taking care of my voice, but that's basically what I do. Like when it's when I know performances are coming up, mm -hmm. I cut out the dairy because I know that dairy is terrible for your voice. Um, I do no dairy, and I don't really like to eat before performances either. Or when I know like that, it's because I don't be want to burp on the mic, and that's mm -hmm. how. And it's it's not a good feeling. Really? To be up there singing all type of wrong notes because your stomach full and you over there burping. So, so can but, can you actually hear it or you just know you burped? Oh no! I mean, it's a fit. No, I feel like you can hear it too. You can definitely hear it because you'll try to hold it back. I'm not gonna do an example because I'm gonna look crazy. But <laughs> no. A little bit. Like yeah. I'm like I'm probably like I have a performance coming up this Sunday. I'm probably not gonna eat till after okay where's well, i'm probably gonna take, have a little snack like the most i do is like some fruit or and then sometimes i do like to do the raw honey like just swallow some raw honey Ew. um before i mean that, that helps like that helps with your like to coat your throat mm -hmm. so that way it's not like super dry um so i do that too well yeah where you performing sunday um, I'm performing at um, Punchline Comedy Lounge mm -hmm. in Southfield. What? Uh, what is that? So yeah, I think that's Southfield on Northwest Northwestern Highway. Yeah, I think that's Southfield. Depending on how far. If it's right next to Duos in, um, what is that? North Bar. I've actually never been there before. Like I've always seen it, but I've never been in there. Oh man! If it's so like I've never a club. Been to a my life that's crazy but i haven't really i would love for something somebody can take if somebody watching it y'all can take me on a date to the comedy <laughs> to any type of comedy show i would love to go 
So, I asked somebody this earlier, what their love language was. What's yours? Um, I would definitely say that mine is quality time. One of them is quality time, and I think it's mostly quality time for real because I really don't care what we do, just as long as I'm like here with you. Now, I'm not gonna say that it's just all the time, like we could just sit in the house and do nothing, but um, because I love going on dates, like show me off a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't gotta keep me in the house all the time, but. No matter what we do, as long as you put some effort into like seeing me, I love conversation. You know what I'm saying? Um, shoot, we can make some noodles at home. We ain't gotta make some noodles at home. Watch a movie. You know what I'm saying? Just quality time. Noodles though? Not. I'm. I mean, I'm just giving an example. I yeah. like noodles. I like noodles. Yeah. noodles you like noodles? noodles? Yeah. Okay, maybe that really. wasn't a good example of some food, but still. Just giving like prison vibes. I don't know why. Prison vibes <laughs> is crazy. A good pack of noodles when you hungry. <laughs> Flat. Stop playing with me. Put a little hot sauce in it. In oh it. my god. No. But no. You spice it up a little bit. No. I, first off, I don't. Hot sauce. I've never eaten hot sauce. I don't fuck with it. What? Yes, I know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, I ain't gonna say what I was gonna say. Like, yes, you know, person. People like to be honest. Okay, I don't eat hot sauce like that, but I've eaten it before. Like, I'm not saying I'm never eating hot sauce. So you don't like spicy stuff at all, then? You just don't like spicy stuff? No, not really. No. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. I yeah. don't care for spicy stuff either, but I put hot sauce in my noodles. But yeah, I'm not it. about to sit up and just eat a pack of noodles though. <laughs> that's great. No, dead. I got eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like three o'clock in the morning or three o'clock. I in mess the with the peanut butter and jelly too. Yeah, but noodles. It's yeah, us talking no. about struggle food. These need a struggle. Meal. <laughs> <laughs> These are struggle meals. But I'm just saying, like, it was just an example. Like, I don't. I just really don't care. Like, you know, what I'm saying we could do anything. So I really think that's like my top one is quality time is my love language. What you? What do you love about Detroit? Uh, first of all, let's just since we already own the topic of music, we were well, we talking about music anyway. The music, I really just started figuring out like this music scene here. Like, okay, the rap, but ever since I've started really, really like getting into you know pursuing my career more, I see like how much good music is here. We're like a gold mine, and it's crazy because yeah. a lot of these people that are here in Detroit um, that are still undiscovered, unsigned, everything. It's crazy because they're so talented. And it's just crazy to me. It's so crazy. You it's know. so many different people like Asia. Asia, have you heard of Asia? Mm -mm. No? Go and listen mm -mm. to her music. She has a beautiful voice, actually. Um, her Tori Sky is another one. Um, who else? It's a lot of different artists here that I never knew about. And it's like crazy. Like we should not even just, I feel like sometimes too, like the music in Detroit, like we need to go other places to, for 
you know, the music to succeed for real. Because it's a lot of people here that have wonderful music. And you'd be like, why are they not signed yet? Or why is it, you know what I'm saying? Why is this not blown up? Mm-hmm. They blow up all the crazy stuff. Although we just, we just eat it on up. I think it's easier in Detroit right now for, for rappers than, than it is oh, for yeah. R&B. Yeah, for sure. I, I can I can agree with that for sure. Why why is R and B not resonating popularity wise like it used to? I'm not sure. Well, well, maybe I could say like some R and B has lost its feeling. Maybe I don't know. Like you know how back in the day, like songs like I could just give an example like Brandy. Um, she was definitely somebody who made you feel when you listened to her music, like her, you know, whenever she opened her mouth, you would literally feel something like it's literally songs to this day that, you know, the songs from back then are timeless yeah. when like sometimes people make music that are like, you know, you'll hear it and then you wouldn't really care to hear it anymore after that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Harmony. I think harmonies need to come back because it's not a lot of harmonies in people's songs like that. I feel like the harmonies and bridges, we have a, a super short attention span. So it's like first verse, bridge, we're done. Yeah. And there's nothing else after that. A good bridge is what made a song sometimes. Like you're going to listen to it so you can get to the bridge of the song and you could just vibe. Like, I don't know. I really think, I don't know. Not saying that some people don't have like enough feeling in their music, but I think we they just don't. try to try to go with what's popular instead of like what what you feel, or yeah, that's just what I, I feel about. I think it's it, it, for me. It's almost like a singer. A lot of singers are really glorified rappers. Like I don't I don't want to talk. I don't want to hear a singer talking about his ops <laughs> or. Wait, you what's know, bigger doing that? I'm trying to figure out. I, I, I mean, I've I've heard some 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 guys. You know, I don't what, know their name because like singer yeah. rappers. Yeah, you mean like Drake? Well, no, Drake Drake, Drake is different. Okay, because I'm like yeah. he's singing a little bit. Yeah, but he don't sit. You know, it's not like when he starts to singing, he kind of sticks to the singing lane. And he doesn't, he's not talking about, well, I want to, you know, I want to pop you in the face with a shotgun. Like, bruh, you, you, that, nobody wants to hear that. You know, and I know I can't sing worth a shit. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but I think the line, the line is too blurred where, where back in the day it was, it was clear. You know, like you say, people wrote songs that meant something to them and that translated when they sang them and it meant something to us. Yeah. It definitely did. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, just the substance. The yeah. substance. It's it's not really there lately. But listen, I want to be the one of the ones to bring that back. I want to bring it I back. I think you can. I want to make. I want to make people feel when I open my mouth, like like Brandy and the greats from back then. If actually she just came out with a Christmas album, I haven't listened to any of the other songs yet. But just even the, it's called Christmas for Two. And it's awesome. And I'm in love. I don't know. Her voice is just so hypnotizing to me. 
She's one of my inspirations too, actually, while I was sitting there thinking about stuff, Brandy. Okay. I've heard that it. from a lot of people. And quite like when she was during her heyday, people weren't talking about her like that. But now, like 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 singer singers have so much respect for her. It's crazy. As they should, as they should. She has I, some classics for sure. I never looked at her as like a, a you know, like a, a great singer per se. Oh wow! But then again, I'm not a vocal person. You know, I don't yeah, but know. Yeah, she got kind of like a raspy kind of, but it's still it's like raspy but beautiful, pure. Like that's what I think of her voice as. Okay, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> I, you know what? I think most of us get hypnotized by like Whitney Houston's voice, which we should. But there are other singers that are just as great, just not in that lane. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I think Brandy would probably qualify as that. So, okay, you get signed next week, and they say, "Hey, do you know any songwriters that you want to work with?" Mm. And anybody come to mind? I say Victoria Monet. I feel like she's a phenomenal, phenomenal songwriter. Um, Seven Streeter. There's a lot of like underground people that I hadn't known about that write some of our favorite songs that I could name, but I can't because I don't remember their names. But, um, I don't know because I don't like to be honest, I'm still learning that too. Like, who wrote what and everything mm -hmm. like that. I think, um, isn't Brian Michael Cox somebody who wrote a lot of different hits for people? Mm -hmm. I, I would say so, yeah. he's probably, I don't know if he still does a lot now, but I'm still learning about all the writers and all of that nature. Yeah, I, but I know for on sure. Instagram. I think him and Jermaine Dupree work together a lot, if I remember correctly. That's another, uh, oh. I know the, the, the uh, Diane Warren, it's like, wrote a lot. See, that's not a familiar name to me. Look, <laughs> it's not a familiar name L to little me. Little old white lady. Is she be writing? What's she, what's she write? Uh, if you name an artist that is up there, up there, from boys to men to, I'm pretty sure, Whitney Houston, too. She's wrote, written a song for them. Uh, man, it's another dude. He had a versus against, uh, oh, what's the singer? I can't remember. Oh, man, it was probably the most underrated versus that I had seen, too. So I had never heard of this guy. Something, Jonta Austin, I think that's his name. Oh, that's crazy because I was just watching. See, that's one of them too because I was watching a podcast. Um, uh, R and B Money. I think he was mm -hmm. on there. I know. Yes, I know which one you're talking about. He was on that I, podcast, and I was listening. I'm like, what? He wrote for, you know, they like to go from the beginning and tell like from begin. How did you start? How did you like? They literally did. I don't think I finished it, but I'm like, wow. Like, I'm just, I'm still learning. I, I swear I am. I'm still learning because. Like I said back then, I wasn't really pursuing it like that. There was a lot of different things holding me back, kind of. Okay. But well, I'm glad you have gotten over those. 
Um, every every story, every every great artist has a great story. So that's just gonna be part of your testimony. Okay, a testimony it is. You know, um, what what's the biggest lesson you've learned thus far? Um, consistency, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say consistency is one of the biggest lessons that I've learned because without that, you're not going very far, and that's with anything, and and discipline because. Before, I swear, like, especially when I was in high school, um, you know, Instagram had kind of just came out. So we hadn't had videos or anything on there before. But I would sing every now and again, like, just post something just to post it. But I know now that, like, consistency is definitely key, like, really in life. But especially when it comes to you trying to build your um, your followers up and stuff everywhere, um, you have to be consistent. Or else it's like, because of our short attention spans, we're going to be like, okay, who, who are you again? And what were you doing? Oh, my God. You got to keep you, you got to keep people in your brain. Like, you have to keep them. I mean, you, you have to keep you in their brain. Like, and I, I'm I'm learning. I'm still learning that every day. What high school did you go to? I went to Southfield High. Oh, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what is that supposed to be? <laughs> I'll crack it up. Not you trying to. I love my school. I actually got cousins. You must have went, went to Lakethrop or something. You from no. here, right? I went to Ford. Ford. Henry Ford. Absolutely. Ain't it ghetto over there? It is now. <laughs> nah, it probably was ghetto back then. It actually, well, mm, the neighborhoods were not ghetto at all. But Ford, you know, we had our we had our itch issues, but it's nowhere near what it's like now. Yeah, that's sad though. I I hope things get better like that. But I to be my phone. Somebody must have called you. They did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it's like, okay. who is that? Hold on, you got disturbed. Get it on. Look at you popping, putting up numbers. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Or whatever. I don't, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably a spam. What the spam people call me all day. There's probably a bill collector. Man, listen. I, nothing for you. I ain't got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nothing for you. So when the checks start rolling in, what's the first thing you're going to buy just for you? Wow, that is an interesting question. Because I've kind of sat down and thought about that a little bit, but not really, like not in depth for real yet. But off the top of my head, what I can really think of, you said checks. Mm -hmm. Where did check come from? The label? Or yeah, just when, 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 you know, when success hits and you like, okay, I want to do something, you know, I deserve to do something for me. I want, to be honest, I want to, I really want, mm, dang, so many things just popped in my head. <laughs> no, I swear, I'm like, dang, I don't want this, I don't want this. 
Because lately I've really been trying to like, I really want my own studio. I want to, I want my own. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't even have to be like in a building like that or anything, but I want a studio where I can, where I can go and I can create and I don't have to pay for studio time because I can go and I can do what I want in my studio. Okay. All right. I, can. I'm not I don't have to wait. I don't have to be on anyone else's time for anything. Um, I know that probably with a label, if I did have a label, the checks could not be at they stuff, but and I want, not, I want not, my- not necessarily because they'll they'll not- send they, they they'll send you uh well at least from the people I've talked to and that have been signed or whatnot. Because normally they, they like fly you out, you probably go and record in a studio or whatever. No, they're, like they'll <laughs> no, they'll have a studio maybe picked out in mm. your area for the most part. Because like it's pointless at this, you know. Nowadays, technology is, is is such that they don't need you to be like right next to them. Hell, they could Facetime you through the whole session if they wanted to. That's crazy. You know, but there are certain studios that have like a, a, a certain level of quality that in the industry is already known. So like if you're in Detroit, you're in LA, New York, you know, the big places, they'll have somebody, they'll, they'll have some place you can go to. If not, you know, a place where, you know, if you say, hey, I want, I feel more comfortable here, it, it Depends on how much money they putting up. If they give you a, a ten thousand uh, dollar sign on bonus or whatever they call it, they're probably going to want to control more. But they give you a couple hundred thousand dollars, they're probably going to be like, "Hey, well, you know what? You go where you want to go. We'll figure it out." A couple hundred thousand. That's that, not even that, enough to buy a house. Yeah, but that's also a loan. Yeah, that sucks. That's the sucky part. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so loan is crazy. Alone it is crazy. very crazy. Like don't even everything. give it to me at this point. Give it to me if it's mine. I want it to be mine. I don't want to. That's crazy. Oh, it also well. It, it I, I, let me go back a little bit. It for the most part would be a loan, but there are you know depending on where you've worked up to. Like if you're somebody that's already put up a million streams consistently. On song, mm-hmm. you got leverage, so you mm-hmm. may not, you may not even want their money. I don't want their money anyway. It's all a trap. Like no, <laughs> you're right. No. Though. I mean, I, I see greatness for you. Like I don't, I don't think you're gonna need. Oh, thank you. I love that. I see it too. I didn't used to see it, but I, I for sure see it now. I'm definitely a believer in myself because I feel like you definitely wouldn't get far um, if you didn't believe in yourself. Nobody else is going to believe in you if you don't believe in you. Uh, That was was the number one thing everyone used to tell me growing up until now, still right now. Because there are still times where I doubt myself or anything, but I pray that I pray all that off me because... Mm. You definitely got to have some tough skin being in the industry. So I have to, I have to, I feel like I just have to keep building my relationship with God. Um, so that way in certain situations, I know I'll be fine. 
So what got you? What 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 got you that low? Were you like, uh? Mm, to be honest, I was kind of. I was in a relationship that was not healthy for me, mm -hmm. and especially after having a baby, you kind of feel. I was big, first of all. I lost a lot of weight now, but I used to be very big. So I used to be insecure about my weight, mm -hmm. insecure about just like what people's opinions and what everybody thought about me. Like, especially like when I look back now to all the videos that I used to record, I used to be like, wow, I used to be so big. But didn't nobody care about that. They just like to hear me sing. <laughs> and everything else was just like, I felt like I wasn't good enough. Like, I felt like I wasn't good enough because of the fact that I was in a position that I was in, but it was really because I wasn't putting the effort in. Mm. It wasn't no one's fault but mine. It's, it was my decision making. Um, I'm just glad that I'm not in that space anymore. And I just thank God that I am on a different path now because I was definitely like, I don't think I can do this. And then there's always the thing about how old you are or you're getting older you need to hurry up you need to do this do that and i feel like every time i take two steps forward it'd be like five steps back because consistency i wasn't consistent and i did i definitely didn't believe in myself back then i was like mm, there's so many other people that are so great and it's still a lot of other people that are great but it's like you're you nobody else can be you so you can't control your talent, but you can control your output. Okay. And it, it's never the most talented person that wins. Somewhere, I... some, somewhere, there was a singer better than Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston worked her ass off. Mm -hmm. She had talent, don't get me wrong. But somewhere, there's a better basketball player than Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was a relentless worker. You know, talent sure. gets you somewhere but the work ethic is what what gets you everywhere yep i agree i completely and totally agree uh, so my, what's, my, what's my next dad. year looking like with this after the single what you got a, a project coming out or is it you know just going to do singles and you know no not just singles i do i do want to come out with an ep mm -hmm. um hopefully by maybe maybe come out the summer or before before the end of the year next year, I definitely do want to have like a at least a six song EP out mm -hmm. by then, um, and then start maybe working on an album and just okay. continue to push um, the EP. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna need that EP by the summer though. Yeah, I was <laughs> look. That's what I want. That's what I don't know. It ain't what you want. That's what's gonna happen. Right, gotta change my, gotta change it up. Right, like you, have an EP out by the summertime. <laughs> you know, you get that popping, take advantage. You know, yep. while we out there, you know, two stepping and everything, okay, and then you throw, throw a little, right, throw a little, little, little love song towards the end of the summer. Take yeah. advantage of that. You know, I see you, uh, the jazz fest. Oh yeah, nice the little summer. love song. So there's a lot of places in Detroit that you can really, you know, that you can make your your headway. Mm-hmm. For sure. And with Rita uh, managing you, she'll fuck around and have you at the Grammys. Listen, that's where we're going to be, okay? 
that's what we're gonna that's that's one of the end goals we're gonna we're gonna be on that grammy stage accepting that award and i definitely believe that with my whole heart man just especially uh, if i do what i need to do on my end because yeah well the dope part is that this was your first interview ever so you know when you get interviewed by i don't know who's who of the time You'd be like, this old nigga was the first nigga I, I interviewed. Not <laughs> <So>, old nigga. <laughs> intellectually, I can't remember the name. What was the name? And Rita would be like, intellectually, Patty Radio. Yeah, that uh, was it. <laughs> I'll be part of this story <laughs> forever. No, for sure. This, this is awesome, though. I have, I, I'm having fun right now. I didn't think, see, I thought I was going to be nervous. I'm just normal. I feel normal. So yeah, it, I thought I was going to be like, mm, I can't do this. But I feel great. Um, I try not to, you know, I'm not a real stressful person. And I try a couple, I try to make sure that our people are seen in their best light. And I want people to feel comfortable. You're doing a great job. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been doing it for, for a little while. So um, if people do want to, they, they want to hire you. They want to get in touch with you. They want to make music with you. How do you go about doing that? Well, you can actually, well, follow my Instagram, officialari.b. Um, it's actually that on all platforms, all social media platforms. And my manager is Karita. Her information is in my bio. And if they want to work with me, they can go through her or me. And then I'll tell her. It doesn't matter. Well, be at me. You can Google the lady with the golden ear. She happens to manage me too. Just throwing that out there. Oh wow! Crack it up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Look, you know too. Oh yeah, I absolutely know. And you know what? I tell her all the time, "You the goat." And I mean okay. that shit. Like she, she, oh, you just don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Next year is about to be up, 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 up your up. head, on your head. Oh. You, I, I've been doing this for way too long and hadn't gotten anything out of it. It's time to get something. Okay. Man, As you I, should. And yeah. you will. What you just tell me? Oh, I absolutely will. Like I've not okay. even, you know. Yeah, okay. At, at this point, it's not a it's not an if, it's just a win. Win. I love that. I love that. Yeah. You know, um, and I got win some ideas. Yeah. I got some ideas I'd like to do. Uh how did you be how did you get end up working for the post office? Mm. Huh? to be honest i've had so many different jobs like i my very first job was mcdonald's and then we just kept moving on up i started working at PetSmart because i thought like i wanted to be a veterinarian also like i that was back then but i don't like school so <laughs> you gotta be in school for six years so i said do i really like now i'm like i don't even care about animals that much like i still like them but it's like mm, we're gonna move on to the next thing in life but um i don't know i i um my friend kalasia the one who um who i said passed on she mm -hmm. worked there and then you know i was like girl i just i just can't stand like the job i was working at, i was like i can't stand this and she's like i can't stand my job either but i'm making money I applied. I got the job. I'm working like a slave, but listen, it's going somewhere good. <laughs> it's going somewhere good. It's a good job. They got good uh, benefits. And I you make some say, good money. 
good job. Uh, well, it's a good job, but it's like, it's not for everybody. It's really not for me because I'm not going to be there much longer. I'm going to be out here. You're going to see me on somebody's stage on TV sooner or later. But I'm saying it's not for me either, for real. But it's just a lot. It's hard work. It's hard work for you to have to get up every day and walk. See, that's one of the reasons I kind of lost weight. So shout out to the post office for that. That's one of the reasons why I'm keeping my figure a little bit because I walk at least 11, 12 miles a day for real. Oh, I'm about to throw up a little bit. Damn. Yeah. I like if I had my Apple Watch on today, I would have showed you. Um, it'd be like, it'd be like 10,000 steps. Something like that. Oh, it's, it's, it's crazy. That's <laughs> I've seen people walk in, throw their stuff down, and walk out. And I said, wow, that was almost me. <laughs> but I made it. Then I'm still here. Oh, God bless you. However, moving back home was a phenomenal idea. I don't you see know. anything wrong with it anymore. Like, at first, I was like, well, no, I want my... You know what I'm saying? It just felt good to have my own and just, you know what I'm saying? But it was, I feel like it was a smart decision for me. Sometimes you got to step back to jump forward. That's exactly what I feel like what I'm doing right now. Yeah, I have not, no problem with it. Put some money it's away. It's like you still look at They ain't had no choice. They just had to go. I made the choice to go. Man, I made listen. the choice. Man, oh. Like, okay. I know some people that need to be working at the post office and doing that. And I'm not going to, you know. <laughs> We're not going to say no names. I'm not going to say no names. Um, but, <laughs> um, well, I do appreciate your time, your energy. This has been a phenomenal conversation, too, by the way. Definitely. I agree. I had fun talking to you. Well, good. I'm glad. That, and, and I like the little background, too. I like the stop okay. sign. <laughs> I'm actually in my friend's uh, workspace right now. My friend, her name is Najee, and her name on Instagram is a true you aesthetic. She does phenomenal eyebrows. You see these brows right here, if y'all watching. Um, yeah, I'm never touching my eyebrows. Though. We're not you don't got to, but I'm saying for the, for the females that see this, come see my friend. Oh. She's awesome at what she does. And I'm low-key be offended when my daughters go get their eyebrows, because they got... I passed on these beautiful thick eyebrows that they, oh, they totally don't appreciate. We love the thick ones though. Just no, we just shape not. them up. We just shape them on up. Yeah. Well, I want I don't want those eyebrows. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> no, they probably had them thick boys where it be growing right here. You gotta get that waxed up. You can't be having them out here looking like that. Can't be mad. Well, he ain't got the unibrow. No, you know I can understand that. That's you know. No disrespect to the unibrows out there, but I'm crying. But the unibrow, come come over to True You Aesthetics and get your eyebrows wet. She gonna she gonna do you real good. All right, uh, definitely. I will uh, throw a couple of clips together this weekend, um, and it will be out on streaming all streaming platforms this weekend too. So. And if there's anything I could ever do for you, please don't hesitate to reach out. Let me know. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for everything. Thank you. And you have a phenomenal day. 
and I look forward to seeing you on magazines and on my TV screen so I can be like, I interviewed her. Okay, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> right, you have a good one. <laughs> you too. Peace. Yo, that, shout out to Rita, first off. Um, thoroughly enjoyed the conversation, man. And, and, and I know that Ari B is going to be one of those ones. Um, and I don't even know who we got coming up. Uh, oh, at seven o'clock, uh, my interview with Laveau will be coming on at 7 p.m. And that was a really good interview also. Um, so check that one out. And I'm looking for uh, next week who we got. Oh, snaps. Oh, I didn't know. I thought, okay. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. I'm kind of reading out loud. And what is today's date? Today is the 16th. All right, so we got Maserati Rick Jr. coming Sunday at 5 p.m. And then next week, ah, I just bit my fucking cheek. Next week, we got Q of William Palmer Homes Clothing. And my guy, uh, Tim Sumter, um, manager extraordinaire coming on. So, and you know what? While I'm at it, uh, the week after that, we got Courtney Bell, phenomenal MC out of Detroit, uh, exit nine in the building. Uh, Blitz from BK, yo, never seen a brother swim with the sharks before. I'm absolutely looking forward to that because my man has lived the life of a superhero. Uh, so anyway, we got we got uh, 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 Bazaar from D12 coming up soon. We got a lot of shit dropping soon. So anyway, um, this is Jobs. This has been another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. Y'all have a good one. And I'm out. Oh, and don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Um, all things Intellectually Petty Radio. We out. <laughs>